I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. In the Indian city of Bangalore, newspapers are full of lurid tales. They reflect the stress that's accompanied the city's explosive growth and modernization. And some of the stories are funny, such as the one about a developer who built too close to an ancient shrine and wound up with a haunted apartment building. Other stories are more serious. Reporter Michael May became drawn to one of those stories. The story was on the front page of several local papers. A 22-year-old law student in Bangalore had died mysteriously while visiting her family in their village. Her name was Brahmarambika. Details on how she died were murky, but she was quickly buried without the police being called. Authorities were investigating her death as a possible honor killing. In other words, the family may have executed her for some transgression, for instance, falling in love with someone from the wrong caste. The story fascinated me for the same reason it fascinated everybody else. It gave a face to the tensions underlying India's urban growth. Rural Indians are flocking to the city to escape their humble roots. Not everyone makes it. I called a local crime reporter named Rajiv to ask him about the case. He told me what made the death suspicious. The first suspicious thing was the parents' failure to register a police complaint. The second thing is our friends went to the village and spoke to the family saying that why did Brahmaramika commit suicide? Each family member had different versions. When the students returned home, one of them sent a letter to the state high court saying they suspected an honor killing. The high court opened an investigation. Rajiv and I headed to Seshadriparam Law College to meet with some of Brahmarambika's fellow students. He seemed flustered by the attention. None of them would admit to writing the high court. The students said they weren't sure if Brahmarambika's death was a murder or a suicide. Neither made any sense to them. The head of the school, a woman named Asha, greeted us downstairs. She seemed more like a Hindu mother superior than the dean of a law school. Smart, maternal, and no-nonsense. She began by telling me about Brahmarambika. She's very simple, straight, and a very obedient, decent girl. I remember her cheerful face. She was smiling only. Brahmarambika was the first woman from her village to go to graduate school. So I asked if a simple rural girl like her would have trouble adjusting to law school in a city like Bangalore. Asha didn't think so. Uh, We are not very hi-fi. By hi-fi, she meant modern. She said many of the students are from traditional rural backgrounds. We believe in Hindu traditional culture. We have a dress code covering the full body. Those uh, who would like to enjoy life and uh, go around in the city, automatically they go away, they drop out. But Asha said that Brahmarambika was suffering from a kind of culture shock. She only spoke the language Kannada, and her classes were all in English. She would have found it difficult to interact with the teachers in English. She has uh, failed in many subjects also. Maybe because of the reason of English knowledge. At the end of the semester, Brahmarambika skipped an assigned presentation in front of the school. But Asha said she didn't seem depressed and had paid the fees for her exam in June. A week or so later, Asha read about her death in the paper. We left with more questions than answers, so we took a drive out to Brahmarambika's village to speak to the family. As we drove, I pondered Bamarambika's strange death. Could it have been a suicide? It's possible. Just last month, a study in the medical journal The Lancet reported that suicide is the leading cause of death for young Indians. 
especially among highly educated young people from rural areas in the more developed South. Brahma Ambika fit the profile exactly. After a couple hours, we turned onto a deeply rutted dirt road and started moving towards her village. We spotted a young man in a t-shirt and sporting a thin mustache. His name was Gangadhar. He said he went to school at Brahmarambika for 10 years. He told us Brahmarambika would tend the cows when she came home. She seemed happy. When he heard she died, he rushed to her house. He saw her lifeless body laid out on the floor and a noose hanging from the ceiling. He didn't understand why the papers reported her death as an honor killing. Sure, he said, parents in the village get upset when someone marries outside their caste, but they learn to accept it. The village itself was full of dirt paths, bicycles, cows, and small concrete block homes. When we arrived, a crowd of about 50 villagers gathered. We asked them about Brahmarambika's death. Everyone said it was a suicide. Eventually, we were waved into Brahmarambika's small home. Her mother, father, and sister sat quietly in the dark living room. A single candle burned on a shelf. Their faces were barely illuminated in the flickering light. In a steady, bitter tone, her father, Narasimhaya, began to tell us a story. He told us the day Brahmarambika died, he and his wife were on a pilgrimage to a Hindu temple 400 kilometers away. They got a call saying she had hung herself, and they rushed home. By the time they got back, she'd been dead for a day. According to Hindu custom, the funeral ritual should have begun immediately after death. So they rushed to bury her without bothering to call the police. Narasimhaya was a retired school teacher. He said he'd wanted both of his daughters to be educated. And that's why he'd sent Brahmarambika to Bangalore. And now, he said he's full of shame because she's killed herself for reasons he doesn't understand. As we walked to the door, Brahmarambika's mother, Parvatama, tore into the crime reporter Rajiv. She said, don't you media people have sisters or mothers? Leave us alone so we can grieve. Or go ahead and kill us first so we don't have to answer any more questions. Rajiv bowed his head, mumbled condolences, and we walked into the night air. We got into the car and started heading back to Bangalore. In the absence of any other evidence, it seemed Brahmarambika had probably killed herself. Instead of a sensational story of a brutal honor killing, we'd found something more ordinary and sad. It looked like Brahmarambika was another young Indian woman who found life's pressures too much to bear. If she had a dark secret, she took it with her. Rajiv was brooding on the drive back. I could tell he felt bad for bothering the grieving family. Today I feel very, really guilty when he said that you media people have tarnished my daughter's image. See, what to do? This is my job. I have to ask questions. And with that, he called the office and started dictating a story as he drove. He needed to get it done in time for the morning paper. We are tortured. We are tortured. For The World, I'm Michael May, Bangalore. Police, uh, full stop, huh?